It's time for South Dakota's Sports Talk Show. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown. All right, welcome in on a Wednesday. The Nate Brown Show live. It's always a great day in the Black Hills, even if we only get about 40 minutes today. We only get 40 minutes of the show. We got baseball tonight. Nine-inning hitter, post-22 against Gillette tonight. Live play-by-play, Jerome Wickersham, Dean Gurr, Matt Kearney, the broadcast team to bring it to you tonight. So that's coming up at about 4.45. So as I said, Let's get our 40, 45 minutes. Let's get after it. The Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show, live on this Wednesday. I've still got a couple of guests. We're going to bring them your way. Um, and good stuff here, some good content, even a question of the day. No, we're not mailing it in here. It's not a uh, mail-it-in Wednesday. we got to get after it for you. Thought-provoking sports talk. Welcome in on Fox Sports Rapid City, brought to you in part by Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, the expert team since 1976 when it comes to Elite care, better access, more options at Black Hills Ortho. Also with urgent care, start online at bhosc.com. Stay in the game. Continue your active lifestyle with the expert team at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, bhosc.com. Start there. We're going to start here on this Wednesday. I said an abbreviated version of the Nate Brown Show, but we have J.D. Pakel coming up, national college football analyst for on3.com. J.D.'s really, really good. He's got some thoughts on on Matt Rule and what the Huskers, he, he thinks what the Huskers can do. I'm going to get into a lot of stuff. J.D. Pakel coming up on 3.com, National College Football Analyst. Also, we're going to go to Laramie, Wyoming. Wyoming sports writer Cody Tucker is going to pop in at about 4.35. Big news um, out of Wyoming and really uh, a perfect example of what college sports is like. For a university that's trying to still play the college sports game, instead of the pro sports game. And, and it's a really specific example there. Wyoming's a, a mid-major, small university. They have some funds, but they're not up there with the big dogs, right? But they're still competing at the D1 level. A story out of Wyoming coming up. Cody Tucker wrote it. I thought it was really good. 7220sports.com, Wyoming sports writer. So he's on tap straight ahead. The Nate Brown Show inviting you on today. Uh, you can get on as we're on uh, live, 720-1067. Yeah, we got 40 minutes, so we'll invite you on. 720-1067, our number. Also, the Barron's Wilson text line. Direct text the show, 720-1067. Same, same number. Direct text the show on the Barron's Wilson listener text line. Okay, fired up and ready on a Wednesday. What I want to start with, well, there is some specific things that are going on in this new world of college sports, this new era of college sports, and some specific things that have happened just the last couple of weeks. And so I wanted to bring that to the surface and actually have a discussion here on the show as I started today. Maybe I'll have the discussion with myself. That's okay. I have discussions with myself a lot. I want to have the discussion, where are we at in this new era of college sports? Are we in an okay spot? Are we in a place that some schools are never going to be able to keep up? Are we in a place that some schools um, are going to have to change drastically what they're doing? 
in order to get in this game. And what I'm talking about, the new area, is the name, image, and likeness scenario. This stuff hasn't even been going on that long. We're coming up on the two-year anniversary in July. That's when this uh, baby launched. We're not even two years into this thing. And it seems like there's something in the world of college sports, a headline that happens one day after another. And I said a couple of things here just the last couple of weeks. And let me give you an example, okay? There's this um, Michigan State scenario where Michigan State, how would you characterize Michigan State in the Big Ten? Football. How would you characterize? Not bad, not great, but competitive, right? They've been pretty competitive. They got pros out of there. They're tough. You never want to have to go to Michigan State and play them. Here's the latest from a program like Michigan State. This is a program you would think wouldn't have to worry that much, right? Big Ten. Hey, we're on the big platform. We got big money from a TV deal and our media rights deal, so we're good to go, right? Michigan State this week has lost one of their top wide receivers, Keon Coleman, okay? They, they just lost him. Keon Coleman, one of their top wide receivers, a playmaker, and the discussion is, well, he didn't really want to leave Michigan State, but there might be some better opportunities out there. There might be some better options out there. What does that mean in the current state of college sports? To me, that means we're going to find out Keon Coleman, Michigan State wide receiver. If you don't know him, you can take a look at his highlights. He's going to be a nice player for Michigan State. What that means is there's going to be dollars out there. We saw this happen last year with Jordan Addison. Played in Pitt. Played at Pitt, yet they couldn't quite um, keep him, and he goes to USC. How much money was involved in that deal? And nobody really ever knows a lot of times. Is this the next one this week? As a matter of fact, this just happened at Michigan State. Keon Coleman going to the transfer portal. Okay. So he got in the transfer portal before it closed this past weekend. And so now he's trying to find the right place he's going to be. It reminds me of the Jordan Addison scenario. And this is Michigan State. So so I'm, I'm looking at it saying... If Michigan State can't compete in the NIL world, then who can compete? Are we shrinking this um, scenario of college football, which is already dominated by a few programs anyway, is that essentially getting shrunk even more? Think about this. Pitt's a program that had some pretty high-profile players. They're not a dominant football program. But Pitt's okay. You had Kenny Pickett over there slinging around with Jordan Addison. Pickett goes to the NFL. Addison says, I'm going to go to the transfer portal. He ends up at USC. Now he's your Minnesota Vikings first-round pick. And he made some money before he got there. Now Michigan State, Big Ten, you would think, I'm the man, Keon Coleman at Michigan State. He goes transfer portal this weekend. And you know there's big dollars involved. And my question is, it's twofold. If Michigan State can't compete in this thing, how many schools are competing in the name, image, and likeness world of big-time college football? I think the number is probably not that big. I honestly, I mean, how many uh, teams are out there that can say, well, we're going to offer this much and get this high-profile guy? The Alabamas, the Georgias, the USC's, who else is in that mix? The Ohio State's, the Clemson's, I mean, is that list really, really short? 
And what I say is the second question, what should that tell us about even the smaller schools? So if I'm sitting here and I'm looking at a Mountain West conference, okay, we're going to have Cody Tucker on later this hour from Wyoming. He covers the, the Wyoming Cowboys. If I'm Wyoming over there in Laramie, how do I even compete in this world? I think it's a very difficult question. As a matter of fact, this news came out. The athletic director at Wyoming said some of the basketball players at Wyoming on the men's side, they were offered $250,000 to $300,000 to come to a school, to leave Wyoming and come to a different school. They were offered $250,000 to $300,000 to leave Wyoming and go to another school. So I'm, I'm telling you, the Michigan states of the world are on one level, and it's not a good enough level today to keep their star wide receiver, Keon Coleman. The Wyoming Cowboys are in a totally different level. How many levels of college sports are we going to have? Basically, we're making our own levels because of the name, image, and likeness scenario. I'm playing over at Laramie, Wyoming, and um, you think the Wyoming Cowboys can start a name, image, and likeness collective to offer two hundred and fifty to 300000 to a player? I don't think they can. You can say they got oil money. They got energy money. Okay, I, I, I get that. There's some money in Wyoming, maybe more than we think. Two hundred and fifty k to 300 k. I'll just tell you this. The background with a place like Wyoming, I have a feeling there's not too many donors, boosters that are willing to say, yeah, I'm going to do that. I just think from, from our culture, from our background, conservative nature, we kind of, hey, you earn your keep here. You, you bring your lunch pail to work. We're not going to offer up $300,000 to a college basketball player at Wyoming. So then the question is, how do the Wyomings of the world compete? San Diego State, for example, there's a mid-tier. I mean, you want to say that's not a Power 5 uh, program. So that's a mid-tier program. They make the national championship in men's basketball their first-year entire budget from their collective. They have a name, image, and likeness collective, at least, at San Diego State. Their budget was $350,000. So that paid their 11 basketball players $2,000 a month. That's just, that's just small peanuts compared to the biggest programs. So, I ask you moving forward, is this just a, well, you got to recruit different kids. You just go after the two-star guys. You develop them into better players. San Diego State, you keep them in the program, and you go and get guys that are workers and that are going to stay there, juniors, seniors, and then you make this magical run, and it all comes together. Will we see those stories moving forward? That's my question. Or can the uh, – mid-majors, the Wyomings, will they even come close to getting in this game? Can they even come close to getting in this game? Wyoming's not even on the same level as San Diego State. San Diego State was able to pay their players uh, $2,000 a month. Wyoming wasn't. They've got some name, image, and likeness stuff, but it's mainly just run through Open Doors. Open Doors started down there in Nebraska. That's not a collective in and of itself offering big-time dollars to keep guys. The Wyoming Cowboys had a star player. His name's Graham E.K. in basketball. 
Do you know where he just transferred last week? He went from Wyoming to Gonzaga. How does Wyoming compete with a Gonzaga program that's it's a small school. It's a major basketball powerhouse. That's all they do. We know this, right? Gonzaga is basketball. And you're telling me, Graham E. Kitt, Wyoming's got to figure out, well, let's see, can Wyoming offer up some stuff here? Or, yeah, I'm going to go to Gonzaga. It's an easy choice for him. How do we even the playing field in college sports today? That's it. I just see this after the last couple of days. Wyoming can't compete with that. They can't compete with this. Michigan State can't compete with it. They lose a star wide receiver today. Or I should say he hasn't landed yet, but he's in the portal. He's going to go somewhere where the dollars are flowing. Um, thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. Well, you know, let's not compare academically Gonzaga basketball players with Wyoming. What do you mean? I think uh, Gonzaga basketball players are making money. I hope they're doing okay in school. Nate, they wouldn't. Just like the players at Creighton. You know why they don't get them five stars at Creighton schools like that? Because you actually got to go to Yeah, they do, so, ta- they, they do take it serious there, but they're, they're giving out some money, too. Saying, they're when giving was money. Wyoming, when, I mean, Wyoming and Nebraska. All right, we love them both. But honestly, have you ever used the word basketball with either school before today? Yeah, I have, but um, I know it's not their powerhouse, but Wyoming was just in the tournament last year. And now they well, got four, you know, now they Nate, got four Nate, players left. Nate, there's like 70 teams that go to the tournament. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like South Dakota uh, State basketball, okay? Come on. Two teams out of the whole state don't get to go. Who cares? How <laughs> so can... what I'm saying is, it, you know, but I told you two years ago, Nate, eh, you guys are going to, I'm laughing at you because this is going to go so far crazy that you guys won't be able to control it. Okay, so and my question can't. is, where does Wyoming end up? I mean, I'm wondering, are we going to separate classes here? You got to keep to your principles. Okay, if Wyoming wants to get in the bidding war, let them. You watch, in 10 years, there'll be three Division ones. The well, ones that want to spend the yes. billions. Yes. The ones that don't but want to be a college team. Yes. And then the others are, you know, the you, I think you might be right School on that. of Liberal Arts. <laughs> I think you might be right on that, honestly. Honestly. You we know, might it's have a sad, shift. Nate. It, it's semi-pro ball. You know, I was much happier when Bob Devaney showed up in Omaha, South Omaha, at a little grocery store and handed Dave some money. You know, I was happy with that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know that. Dave, didn't, Dave Remington didn't go out. He's never owned a new truck, you know. he he. So what? Give the kid a couple hundred bucks, let him take his girl out to dinner. I'm fine with that. Let's just keep it under the table and move on. All right. But I know where you're at. The Southeastern Conference, just like they did with the buyouts and the payouts, you know, they just took it steps further than everybody else, kind of like Dion at Colorado. Yeah, get ready for that. They have high academic He's got to get rid of the cowboy hat. Hey, is it just me? (laughs) 
That cowboy hat's got to go, well, man. You, you might be right. Yeah, you might that be right. That boy hasn't even sniffed a horse. <laughs> the closest thing he came to dirt was when he was little playing on the grass field. Well, we'll see. We'll see if he wears that. But he that. was a heck of an athlete, we'll man. We'll see if he wears that. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, this is my question today, okay? This is my question as we start today in this new world of college sports. You got, you got, yeah, and that's why I bring up the Michigan States. You already have three divisions, essentially, of college sports. Are we going down the road? The top, 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 those are the haves. The Ohio States, is Nebraska in that mix? I, I don't know. They have dollars galore. They're not there competitively. Can they get there? I, I think probably. I think you got big dollars there. But you've got the halves, Ohio State's, Georgia's, Alabama's, USC's. You have the, hey, we're trying, Michigan State's, some of those. For example, this one, Michigan State, star wide receiver. You think we're in the Big Ten. We got dollars. We're good to go. He's out. He can get something better somewhere else. And then you have the Wyoming's. And it's not just Wyoming. There's a lot of Wyoming's. And guess what? All three of those divisions are in the same division. All three of those divisions, they're trying to say, yes, these guys are all competing for the same thing. And it's not even close. It's not even close, right? Um, so what do you do if you're a mid-tier, a mid-major athletic program? That's my question today. What do you do? Do you get aggressive, aggressive, aggressive? We've got to get the NIL money. We have to get NIL money to at least be in this game. And when I'm talking, I'm talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. First-year budget, San Diego State, 350000 They paid their men's basketball players 2000 a month. Okay? That's small peanuts, but that's way more than what Wyoming had. Wyoming lost their whole team. They got four guys left on the team. Okay? Do you just have to get aggressive with NIL, whether you're a mid-major or not? That's the focus? Or do you just have to find that NAI player, develop him, and try and make sure you compete this year, then get new guys for next year? These guys are hard to keep around in, in today's world. Thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Yeah, I, I don't have any of these major college coaches at all. Um, I just, you know, you, you get a really good player, even if he transfers from another school like Wyoming into your program and you've got a major program and you've got really good players, then they play a year and they, they want to turn pro. <laughs> I, I, I just heard Creighton have the three of their, they were going to return all their starting five from the Elite 18 yes. was all going to come back next fall for next season. Okay, now the point guard transferred. Yes, that's, and, that has to three, be an NIL deal. That has to be. Yeah, and then three. Now three of the other starters want to test the NBA draft to see um, the, the center, Kalkbrenner, um, Kaluma, and Trey Alexander, three of the other Remaining starters all want to test the NBA draft market. So you, even if you got the players, 
if you if you develop them, they're not and they're really good. They're not going to stick around either. Here's a, so go, what do you do if you're a mid major, whether that's Creighton, whether that's I'll throw in Wyoming into this mix in the Mountain West. What do you do? Do you have to just get as much NIL money as you can? Do you go down that road? That's my question today because I'm all, not so yeah. sure you can. I don't know if you can. You have to, and I don't know where where a smaller school. I mean, like South Dakota State. Yeah, you got you got some alumni, but you can't compete with a Texas A&M or or Nebraska or or um, even Gonzaga probably for basketball. No. So no, I, I don't know what no. you do. I mean, your, your boosters only have so much money, especially with a smaller area like Brookings. I don't, I don't think Brookings has the money that uh, College Station, Texas does. It's impossible that, uh, to me. It's it's impossible yeah. for a Brookings and a Laramie, Wyoming, to be in that mix. That's why I say I don't that's know what, if you I don't know if you yeah. can compete with the money. And that's why I said that's why I said a year ago when I this started becoming popular that it's gonna. It's going to ruin college sports. Um, it's great for the players that are really good. Well, the parity of college sports, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, but it's going to it's going to ruin the the, the rich are going to get richer, and uh, the poor are going to stay poor or even get poorer, and that's kind of. I a think sad actually situation. poor. I think poor now, um, yeah. because at yeah. least you could play the scholarship game for the most part, kinda. Um, now that's just out the window. Everybody has scholarships. Now everybody has money, um, and, a, and a lot of it. Thanks for getting in. Sign with, a, with, with a lot of money and then go somewhere else for even more money. Yes, so, yes, if you got a lot something of money, else. Yes. A, a better offer may come along. So. I know Michigan right. State can offer this guy, this wide receiver. They yeah. can give him some money, yeah. but obviously not enough, yeah, right? I don't know. All right. Yep. I appreciate it. Right? Um, thanks for getting in. You know, this is all – this is all – you know, happening here since the end of the basketball season. The transfer portal's been popping. Basketball, football. Um, so that's my question to you. Do you believe mid-major college athletic programs need to be really aggressive with NIL money? I'm talking mid-major. Would you do that? If you're the AD, are you really aggressive in growing your NIL money? 76% of the audience chiming in on the Nate Brown Show question of the day saying, yes, you have to. 24% say, no, stick with recruiting under-the-radar kids. Stick with recruiting under-the-radar kids. Only 24% of you say that. What I'm trying to tell you is, the NIL money that you're trying to get if you're a Wyoming or a South, South Dakota State, whoever, Colorado State, you can't get in that mix. You need to have some, but I'm not going to go over my skis on that. I'm not going to uh, uh, just funnel, oh, man, we got to funnel all of our donors and our boosters into the NIL money because we got to be, we, we can compete on this D1 level. My thing is, I don't think you can. Right now, the Wyoming Cowboys cannot. They have four players left from their basketball team that went to the uh, – NCAA tournament. And now they got, they're just having to recruit different guys like this NAIA kid. He was the player of the year up there in Jamestown. He's going to go from Jamestown to Wyoming next season. That's a better deal to me than, well, we got to find a bunch of money so we can see if we can get a guy away from some other Big Ten school. That's, that's not happening. Um, let me ask J.D. Pakel his take on this. 
He's college football analyst for On3.com. What does he say about the haves and the have-nots as the transfer portal just closed up this past weekend next? Did you miss an interview or great segment on the Nate Brown Show? Just find the Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts. Huge savings on your auto and light truck tires now at Pops Tire Service. Get up to a $130 instant rebate on a set of four Michelin tires. Up to a $120 rebate on Bridgestone. Up to a $110 rebate on Firestone. Or up to a $150 rebate on Goodyear. Plus a $40 instant rebate on the installation of your Goodyear tires. That's up to $190 in Goodyear savings. Hurry, offers in May 31st. See store for details or visit us at PopsTire.com. Pops, we know tires and service. You should know Pops. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows around 48 tonight under clear skies. Winds out of the northwest 5 to 10 miles per hour. Mainly sunny skies and calm tomorrow high of 75. Overcast skies tomorrow night. Slight chance for scattered rain showers. Lows level off around 47. Chance for scattered rain showers Friday. Chance for scattered storms on Saturday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 76. Buy now, pay later at Black Hills Harley-Davidson. Hi, this is Kelly Rang. Through this Saturday night, you can buy a new Harley-Davidson and make no payments until September. That's right. Shop the Midwest best selection of new Harley-Davidson and use your good credit to not pay until after Labor Day. This offer is only available at Black Hills Harley-Davidson where no one makes buying a new Harley easier than us. Again, no payments till September makes now the perfect time to find your next ride. Bring us here and we've extended our hours for your shopping pleasure. Come see us Tuesday through Saturday, 9 till 6 p.m. All at Black Hills Harley-Davidson in Rapid City. Shop us online at blackhillshd.com. This spring, millions of young men and women march across the stage, receive a diploma, and embark on a series of new challenges and opportunities. Graduation is an important milestone, and the members of the class of 2023 have earned the right to be recognized. We congratulate them for all their achievements and wish them every success in the years to come. The Heater Associates at Thrivent are proud to salute the class of 2023. Make a plan for your future. Google the Heater Associates in Rapid City. Need tires? Denny Menhill Rapid Chevrolet will match anyone's price on tires. Plus, give you two-year road hazard coverage at no extra charge. And for a limited time, get a $100 instant discount. Plus, any available manufacturer's rebates on sets of four tires. Our experts help you get the right tires for your vehicle. And we match any price, give you two years of road hazard coverage, and a $100 instant discount. That's how we roll. See us at Denny Menhill Rapid Chevrolet or JustHowWeRoll.com. Hey, it's Chris Broussard. Remember to catch the iCouple weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, let's get back to Rapid City sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back in, off and running on a Wednesday. Hey, we're, we got a short amount of time. we got to get after it tonight. Post-22 baseball coming up at about 445. So we got to get some good content on tonight. Hey, by the way, on the Nate Brown Show tomorrow, this is a big one. A big one tomorrow, a guest. I think that I'm the first guy to have this guy on a radio interview. Broncos offensive tackle, one of the highly coveted free agents this NFL offseason. Mike McGlinchey. New Broncos offensive tackle joins us tomorrow on the Nate Brown Show, so don't miss it. Mike McGlinchey going to be blocking for Russell Wilson. We're going to need it, Mike. 
Okay, we'll get him tomorrow talking Broncos and his new opportunity. Mike McGlinchey out of Notre Dame. Great career there with the 49ers and now with the Broncos. He'll join us live tomorrow. J.D. Pakel's on tonight. College football analyst on 3.com. His show is Hard Count. Catch him on the On3 YouTube channel, all right? Find him on Twitter at J.D. Pakel. J.D., good to have you. How are you? Nate, doing phenomenal, brother. How are we doing? I'm doing good, man. I appreciate your time. I wanted to hit on this with you. little transfer, uh, transfer portal uh, situation here, and I started my show with it. So this Michigan State story this week, um, they got some guys go to the transfer portal. One of them is the quarterback. Looked like he kind of lost his spot there. The other one's this wide receiver. You know, I mean, kind of a top-tier guy, Keon Coleman. I mean, he's a highly coveted guy. If Michigan State can't hang on to a wide receiver like Keon Coleman, that that's one of those things. What should we think of the NIL and what's happening in this uh, era? So what I've heard from the good people at Spartan Mag, which is our Michigan State on three site, they are essentially saying, like, hey, for Keon Coleman and Peyton Thorne as well, like, neither guy wants to be in the portal. Neither guy wanted to leave Michigan State, which makes me believe there's still potential for Keon Coleman and Michigan State to kind of see eye to eye on what I would imagine is an NIL issue. But, no, I think you're absolutely right, Nate. If, if this is Michigan State's kind of lot in life right now with the NIL situation and not having their ducks in a row, like, it's super frustrating to lose your top offensive weapon in Keon Coleman this season, but – if they don't figure it out, like this is just the tip of the iceberg. This is something that's going to continue to happen to Michigan State. They're not going to be able to hang on to top-tier talent in the day and age of NIL and the mobility with the transfer portal. So it's absolutely an issue. It's absolutely something I'd be concerned about if I'm a Michigan State fan. And um, I'm hoping and praying that it's something they can get resolved and, and sort of mobilize the funds accordingly to keep guys like Young Coleman in East Lansing in the future. Okay, I'm going to ask you this, J.D. How aggressive – do college athletic programs have to be on NIL? I mean, Michigan State's in the Big Ten. Um, they're not a Georgia. They're not an Ohio State. But they're in the Big Ten. They've got dollars. But obviously their NIL situation's not up to par. Yeah, and I think, I think you probably have to, in that situation, work maybe a little bit smarter, not harder. Like I, I don't pretend to know exactly what kind of funds Michigan State's working with, but like you said, they're in the Big Ten, so they probably have some kind of corn. You would hope there's some kind of support there for them to get done what they want to get done. I think for, for a school like Michigan State, I think the key would be putting efforts towards retention and keeping guys that are proven. Like you know, I think you're, you're going to recruit who you're going to recruit and I wouldn't be overly concerned with trying to really put the seven-figure deals together for, you know, the five-star wide receiver or the, the four-star offensive lineman. Like, obviously important pieces, but going back to this Keon Colvin situation, like, he's going to be a guy that could be a wide receiver one at a lot of places across the country, including schools in the SEC and other schools. Now, in the ACC, I know he's visiting Florida State here this coming weekend. So you got to be able to, to keep guys that are proven commodities on your roster. And I think that's where the focus should be for a Michigan State when it comes to, to NIL. You don't got to throw the big dollars in the recruiting trail, but once you get guys that can play ball into your program on your roster, got to do whatever it takes to keep them there. You got to be aggressive to answer your question there, Nate. Got to be very aggressive to keep guys home. Yeah, Keon Coleman, great receiver for Michigan State, goes to the transfer portal. We'll see. Um, it kind of reminds me of a Jordan Addison deal 
Now, you know, he was at Pitt, had a big season. USC came in, and, and uh, we don't know how much, how many dollars were thrown out there, but uh, he made the move. So we'll keep an eye on Michigan State, Keon Coleman in the portal. J.D. Pacal on tonight. Hey, you did this piece on Nebraska, and I want to know what, what you think of Jeff Sims, Georgia Tech transfer, okay? So Nebraska's in this game. What do you think the Huskers can do with Jeff Sims, the new quarterback? Is it a big upgrade? You know, is it a big upgrade is a, a tremendous question. I don't know if I have a super definitive answer on that. I think the, the, the intriguing thing about Jeff Sims is the tools. Because you look at what he did at, at Georgia Tech and had some, some good moments, had some nice highlight plays. But when you look at the box score, it wasn't like he was just – lighten up the ACC every single weekend. And I, know, I know he was dinged up, but I think the reason why he was such a hot commodity while he, while he was in the portal and why the folks in Nebraska are excited is because he's about, what, six foot three, six foot four, two twenty 220-ish or somewhere in that range, rocket of an arm, good athlete, like all those things that add up to where, okay, is it a Jeff Sims issue or is it a system around him issue? And I thought from what I saw in that spring game where the quarterback was live, thought he looked really sharp, thought he looked smooth, even though it was just practice 15. So I think the, the upgrade in my mind is the tools and what you're able to then call as an offensive coordinator. You kind of shift from the mindset of, you know, hey, what, uh, what can we call? What, what is my quarterback able to do? Then you go to a guy with all the tools that Jeff Sims has, able to just spray it around the yard. Uh, if you can dial it in consistency-wise, then your mindset shifts from, what can we do to, okay, what do we want to do? What, what, what do we feel like doing here on third and seven? Because our quarterback can make a lot of these throws and can, can dial it up deep. So uh, an upgrade from a physical perspective, I think 1,000% true. J.D. Pakel on tonight, college football analyst on 3.com, his show on the YouTube channel for on 3, hard count. Find him on Twitter at J.D. Pakel. Okay, um, speaking of QBs transferring, what do we say of Buckner? The quarterback at Notre Dame, I didn't think he was outstanding, J.D. Did some good things. Not outstanding. Goes to Alabama. Can he win that job there? I think he can absolutely win the job. I think he can definitely have a chance to win it. And I think the encouraging things for Alabama fans is a lot of them are saying, well, Tyler Buckner's the answer here. Are we really just going to have him step in here and hand him the keys? I think what you said is on the money. He's going to have to actually go out and win the job. So if if you're a Jalen Milrow fan or you're a Ty Simpson fan, if either of those guys aren't starting game one, it'll be because a guy transferred in and won the job in a shorter period of time that they've had to work with in the playbook and had a shorter period of time to to win over that locker room. So uh, he can definitely win over the job. His experience in that system is is enormous. I've said this a couple times on, on our platform, but I'm really just fascinated to see how this locker room responds to him. Because I'm, I'm a player at Alabama, I'm like, okay, I've, I've been through the fires and the flames with Jalen Miller. I've been through, you know, the winter conditioning with a guy like Ty Simpson. I got this other guy here showing up from Notre Dame, nowhere near SEC country, and I'm supposed to just follow him into battle. I think I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm just saying that's the number one thing that I'm curious to, to learn about as he uh, he gets down there to Tuscaloosa and kind of gets acclimated with his teammates because. I mean, Nate, you and I both know you got to have the it factor if you want to be the guy, especially at a school like Alabama. J.D. Pakel, before I let you run, your company on3.com did this serve, uh, did this examination. They looked at the NFL draft, and they went all the way back to high school, and they were trying to decide, are the star rankings relevant? So two-star, three-star, four-star, five-star. Here's what they found in the draft just uh, last week. 
81% of five-star recruits drafted. So what does that tell yeah. us? The, the rankings, you know, sometimes we like saying, oh, how do these guys know? 81% of five-star guys got in the NFL. No, I mean, I think a lot of it is credit to uh, our scout we have in-house, Charles Power, director of scouting and rankings. I mean, he is just maniacal in his approach. He does a phenomenal job better than anybody in the industry, in my opinion. Obviously, I have some bias there. But uh, our CEO, actually, Shannon Terry, posted a great clip on Twitter kind of talking about the approach to, you know, the do stars matter conversation. And it was, it was sort of giving advice to, to athletes that are up and coming right now, maybe have some stars next to their name at the high school level. And uh, his, his, his take on it was, Hey, listen, stars matter in the sense that it tells you about, you know, what you were able to accomplish in high school. It talks about, you know, your potential when it comes to the NFL draft, but to the same token, you know, they don't matter because they don't, you know, guarantee you a spot in anything. They don't guarantee you a spot in, you know, the first round of the NFL draft or guarantee that you do something exceptional in, in, at, the, at the collegiate level. So I think what, what we need to look at when it comes to, you know, the star rating as it pertains to the NFL draft is, okay, we're getting a lot of data on these kids now. I think now more than ever, there's so much exposure for these kids with different camps and social media and verified, you know, agility times and height and weight. So I think we're getting a much better gauge for what these athletes actually are coming out of high school and the people responsible for getting a gauge for their potential are, are hitting it on the head. And uh, these colleges are developing accordingly. So um, I think the process is becoming a little bit more dialed in and, and that, 81%, like you mentioned, that number, I think, is indicative of that. That's interesting. I thought it was good work on 3.com. J.D. Piquel talking college football and more. Um, find his show on YouTube's On3 channel, Hard Count, and uh, his work there at On3.com. Find him on Twitter at J.D. Piquel. J.D., thanks for hopping in. I appreciate it. Nate, you're the man. Appreciate you having me on, brother. You have a great rest of your Tuesday. Or I guess Wednesday. Great yes, Wednesday, sir. whatever day it is. Thanks, have a great brother. One. I appreciate that. Uh, J.D. Paquel on tonight, college football, on3.com. And they looked at on3.com. Get that. 81% of the five-star recruits from high school, out of any relevant high school classes, 81% of five-star recruits drafted in the NFL. Okay? 81% of the five-stars. So, that's uh, an interesting number. You know, if you're really, really good in high school, it does matter a little bit. I know these star rankings get debated, but there's the number from the draft. 81% of guys, five-star recruits drafted. Okay, 81% of five-stars drafted. Coming right back with Cody Tucker. We'll wrap up the show before post-22 baseball. Wyoming sports writer Cody Tucker. How does Wyoming compete in the world of name, image, and likeness, sponsorship dollars. How do they compete? Next. Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Need somewhere to go for a quick bite to eat for lunch? Murphy's has you covered with a half sandwich and soup lunch special, plus daily specials to get you fueled up and ready for the rest of the day. Meet and eat for lunch at Murphy's, a Rapid City icon. 
Hi, this is Dr. Dan Jensen at Physio. We want to be your trusted partner for physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab. As the official strength and conditioning partners for Stevens, Central, Douglas, and the Rapid City Rush, our team at Physio is building the best athletes in the Black Hills. If you have an athlete in the family, we offer long-term athlete development at affordable prices for middle and high school students. We also have the only board-certified sports PT in Rapid City. At our brand-new facility, Physio is ready to help you perform at your best. One-on-one physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab, all at one place. Get started at bhphysio.com. Deadwood's biggest giveaways await you at First Gold Gaming Resort. Every Friday through Sunday, win a share of $8,600 in promo play through hot seat drawings. Win $1,000 cash at the top of every hour from 5 till 11 p.m. on Saturday nights. Strike it rich quick on Saturday, May 27th during First Gold's $18,000 Golden Cash Blast. And don't miss our $2,000 slot tournaments every Friday and Sunday. First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. From the kennel to the coop, whatever the season, Fleet Farm has everything to keep your animals happy and healthy. From training your pup to sit season, to mastering those retrieval skills season. From clipping your horse for competition season, to keeping the backyard birds well-fed season. And of course, loving your pets like family season. There's a reason people say, if Fleet Farm doesn't have it, you don't need it. Because we have it all. Fleet Farm, built for real life. As the chief buffet officer here at Pizza Ranch, I get all kinds of buffet questions. Here's one from Cole. Is there a real cactus in your cactus bread? Great question, Cole. No, (laughs) there is no cactus in our cactus bread. Just sweet cinnamony streusel. It's on our buffet every day, along with pizza, chicken, ice cream, and all your other favorites. Even better, at least for your parents, kids eat free on Tuesday nights. And don't worry, Cole, there's no coal in our coleslaw either. Pizza Ranch with two Rapid City locations and PizzaRanch.com. Power Company, how can I help you? I'd like to make a complaint about my bills. Oh, do you think they're too high? No, they're too dang low. Oh, I think... There's no way this can be right. Because I was warm and toasty all winter and cool as a cucumber all summer, and I keep getting these dang low bills. Well... I'm willing to pay what I owe. Just send me the new bill. Uh, ma'am, by any chance did you put in new windows from Renewal by Anderson? Well, how the heck did you know that? Because we get a lot of calls like this. Oh, they sent out a very nice crew to personally install, and they fit perfect. My house is tight than a tick's behind. Well, your heating and cooling bills should be lower with Renewal by Anderson. I see out a lot better, too. Oh, that must be nice. Not really. My dang neighbor gardens in his birthday suit. Oh, my. He's my next call. Okay, thank you. Power Company, how may I help you? My bill is too dang low. Visit rbarapidcity.com today for a free consultation. Lower your heating and cooling bills with windows from Renewal by Anderson of Rapid City. rbarapidcity.com. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, Nate Brown Show. Nate. Welcome back in your sports, your show, the Nate Brown Show, an abbreviated version tonight. We're getting set for post-22 baseball coming up. Post-22 taking on Gillette, Wyoming tonight. Legion Baseball live. Jerome Wickersham, Dean Gurr, Matt Kearney, the broadcast team will bring you live coverage. Nine-inning game tonight. Wow, nine-inning hitter tonight. We'll have post-22 and Gillette coming up. Speaking of Wyoming, let's go over there. Let's go over to Wyoming. Cody Tucker covers the Wyoming Cowboys. 
his site, 7220sports.com. He's on Twitter at 7220sports. Great Wyoming sports site. And an interesting piece on the current state of NIL. Where's Wyoming at in this big picture? I think it's a really perfect example of a university that's, they have some dollars, but they're mid-tier. They're trying to play this college sports D1 game, and I don't know if they're in the same stratosphere as some programs. So how do you do this? Um, we'll get into it. Cody Tucker on right now. Cody, good to have you, man. How are you? Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me, Nate. As always, appreciate you, man. Well, I appreciate your time. I thought your piece with the head basketball coach, Jeff Linder, was really good. You had Tom Berman on there, the athletic director. And you got into some stuff. I mean, um, some pretty honest and open conversation about how do the Wyoming Cowboys, Mountain West, D1, whether it's basketball or football, but, you know, you kind of focused on basketball because they have four guys left on the team. A lot of guys are leaving in the transfer portal, and there's some NIL money involved in the whole thing. And you guys discuss how, how does this, how's this going to work moving forward. So I'm going to start with you. Wyoming has NIL, but they don't have a big independent collective that's raising a bunch of money for NIL, right? So what do people say needs to happen? Yeah, I mean, I asked Jeff Linder point blank yesterday, do you need a collective here to, to remain competitive? And he said, absolutely. And looking through the Mountain West, I mean, teams like UNLV, Nevada, New Mexico, those teams have, have collectives. San Diego State, in fact, they're paying their play, basketball players $2,000 a month. Um, so, you know, Nate, I kind of think of it as when I started my website. Uh, you know, I left Michigan State and the Pittsburgh Penguins to – have my colleagues go, are you insane? You're going to Wyoming, the least populated state in the country, to start a website? And that's where I think Wyoming can benefit, just like my website did. There's one university. Everybody in this state cares about the University of Wyoming, whether it's a little bit or a lot. So, you know, I think they can start getting behind these guys, and it doesn't have to be big amounts of money. Uh, just get behind this thing and, and start getting any money you can and figure it out. It's it's not like uh, a place like Michigan where I, where I previously worked where there's seem, seemingly 30 Division I universities. You have one that everybody cares about. It can work. Okay, so I asked the question of the day to my audience, Cody, and it was based on your story, essentially. I said, do you believe mid-major college programs? And I'm, I'm calling Wyoming mid-major, um, you know, technically. And I said, do they need to be as aggressive as they can with NIL money? collectives i mean that's a major focus 76 percent of my audience says yes you have to 24 percent say no you just have to recruit different kids so i maybe they can get aggressive but my point is can they get aggressive enough can they get aggressive enough i know you have to have it but wyoming's never going to have a ohio state level piece here no and you know what these kids aren't looking to be millionaires but they're seeing their fellow student athletes around the country getting some change you know i hell when i played uh, junior college baseball in nebraska i would have loved to do a deal with a pizza joint to get a free pizza every <laughs> week um so i mean they're going to get some money and and i think it's absolutely doable i thought uh, jeff linder's comment yesterday saying hey we can't be a junior college we can't be a feeder program i thought that was really telling and you know, I'm not saying all these Wyoming basketball players jump to make money. I, I don't think that was completely the case, but 
some of them some of them did at least one of them we know did so it, it's it's there it, it's something that can happen and it doesn't need to be a, a ton of money just a little bit of change you know let them know that you care let them know that that support from the fans is behind them what about uh, hearing about one of these Wyoming basketball players reportedly being offered two hundred and fifty to three hundred thousand dollars to go to another place? Wyoming, I wonder who Wyoming that was. Can't, well, they, they can't get in that mix. No, no, and there's sometimes that's just not going to happen, and 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 that's fine. Uh, you can still go out and get quality guys, which Jeff Linder feels like he did. Um, and and Craig Bowles been doing it left and right. I mean, he's pumping out NFL guys left and right. Uh, you know, you're you're old enough to remember Nate how recruiting was supposed to be the hardest part of getting kids to Wyoming. Yes, yes. Uh, that's that's not the part. That's not the deal anymore with the the football program. And uh, Craig Bowles proven that time and time again. But I think they don't. Like I said, they, nobody's looking to get rich. But let them know that you care and try and give them try and help them out. I mean, they can make money now. So. So give them that opportunity. Cody Tucker on tonight. Great piece on Wyoming sports and where they're at with NIL, which is not really in the game uh, compared to even other teams in the Mountain West. Find his work 7220sports.com. Here's what I think is the pushback a little bit. I saw this from Wyoming people over there, and I said, with, with, with the uh, culture and the conservative background and the bring your lunch pail to work and you, you need to earn it, that mindset, which I like, um, some of the guys are saying, we're not going to do this. This is ruining college sports. I'm out. I say, I see people saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. And I see the same people every time I post a story about a guy entering the transfer portal, no matter if he was a starter or a guy who never even saw the field, he gets questioned for loyalty. And uh, they don't even stop for half a second to think, maybe Craig Bolt told that guy to enter the portal uh, to, so he can actually play one day. Um, yeah, you know what? Maybe in a lot of people's opinions, it is ruining sports and college sports, but it, it, it's the way it is now, and that's all there is to it, and it's not going away. The toothpaste is out of the tube. People might as well forget it, and just really these days you need to pull for the name on the front of the jersey more so than ever. Okay, and by the way, I believe some of those guys that complain saying, oh, I'm never going to get in on this, they also complain if Wyoming loses, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Nate? I say this all the time. Winning really cures all, and if you have a culture of winning and you have a, a good culture in general where where everybody's getting along and you love your teammates and you love your coaches, winning cures a lot of ills where it's – Tom Berman said something to me that was stunning last week that guys are entering the, entering the transfer portal by texting their head coach and telling them they're leaving. Uh, that really is kind of telling that, hey, maybe your relationships need to improve drastically. Yeah, I, I know. I, it's really easy to enter the portal. You don't even have to do much now. Um, send a text. I, I believe some kids maybe don't even send the text, by the way. Uh, but yeah. none, nonetheless, I've heard about that. Coaches wake up, they look at the portal just to see any of my guys in there. Um, I, was, I was told that by a D1 coach. It was surprising. Uh, so I'll ask you about this. Moving forward, do you think Tom Berman, the AD at Wyoming, um, is going to be – they have open doors. That's NIL marketing and, and the whole thing they partnered with. Is Tom Berman going to be a proponent of let's put some efforts into a collective? Yeah, he absolutely is. Uh, obviously, he can't have anything to do with it, and uh, neither right. can Jeff Linder, but they – absolutely know it needs to happen. I mean, Wyoming's most hated rival right down the road, Colorado State. Uh, they have a new green and gold guard or something like that where 
it, it's it's set up perfectly. I looked at it last night. You can get a membership where you can pay as little as $10 a month, or if you're a high roller, $5,000 a month. It's the perfect way to put your money where your mouth is as a fan and not go broke. You you spend more on Starbucks coffee in three days than you would giving $10 a month to the university. Yeah. I, I look at it. I wonder if Wyoming's going to get in this game on the NIL piece. I do see that they 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 are going to recruit different guys. For example, this NIA player of the year from Jamestown up there in North Dakota. Jeff Linder yeah. said, hey, we're going to bring in guys like that. He went to a D2 uh, Fort Lewis kid, bringing him in. Is that the other way they can win, develop these guys that are um, good enough but have to develop into great players? Yeah, I mean, sure, yeah. I mean, that's part of it. But also, you know, these guys are just really good shooters, and he's hoping that they have that chip on their shoulder that they weren't Division One guys. Those two you mentioned only have one year left of college basketball. So I think he's looking at the in those directions, and he's really turning over every stone because last year, man, you get two USC guys and a UCLA guy landing on your lap. You're thinking, oh, man, uh, you got a team fresh off the NCAA tournament. All of a sudden, here you go. And it just did not work out, to say the least. So uh, he's finding guys that have a lot to prove and finding guys that can fill the bucket. Cody Tucker tonight writing about Wyoming sports, 7220sports.com. The story's up there about NIL and uh, what has been happening at Wyoming, maybe what's ahead. they got to get into it. I believe that. How much can it really help them? How much do you say, Cody, before I let you run? How much can this help keep a roster together where you only got four guys left? It can't be everything, but it's probably big. It's probably helpful. I don't think, you know, for instance, Graham E.K., he's probably gone. Uh, You know, he has a chance to go play Gonzaga, uh, possibly play for a national championship. Uh, And he has three years of eligibility remaining, most people forget. Uh, So, you know, I don't think it would – help out tremendously, but it certainly wouldn't hurt. I think what you need to do is these coaches need to develop a better relationship with their players and be tighter and make it way, way harder to leave. Yeah, I'm with you on it. Uh, Great work, 7220sports.com. It's Cody Tucker live from Wyoming. Always good, man. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Cody Tucker, 7220sports.com. Great Wyoming site. If you haven't hit it, find him on Twitter at 7220sports here on the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City. So, you know, the the name of the game here is Michigan State's losing a star-wide receiver over the weekend of the transfer portal. And the reporting is that, well, it's NIL because he's, he's really good and even Michigan State might not even be able to offer as much. So there, there's three classes here. The big, big, big boys, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, okay, Georgia, big boys. Then there's the middle class, okay, <laughs> the financial system of college sports today. The middle class is the Michigan States. I'd even throw Nebraska in there. you say, what, Nebraska? We got all the money in the world. There, there's money there. There's enough there. They're not competitive enough yet. Okay? That's the middle class. And then there's the lower class. And it's Mountain West, Wyoming, who doesn't even have an NIL collective and trying to play in the game of D1 sports. That's why I don't know how aggressive you get an NIL at Wyoming. You've got to get in that game. You have to. But can you... 
take this donor's money and this booster's money and put it over there? What, what else are we going to do with facilities and, and the whole thing? I know there's money to go around, but how much? Honestly, how much? Um, it's, uh, it's, here, here's the bad news, okay, what I see from this. The lower-tier Division I teams, they are going to have some great players on their rosters, okay, that the coaches recruit. They win that game. They recruit them. They bring them in. Then they turn into great players. Then they get NIL money, and they leave. So, so the lower D1 teams are going to be in this constant cycle, I believe. Hey, I recruited this guy. I developed him. Nobody else saw him. Perfect example, Graham E.K. at Wyoming. This guy was a great player, played at Wyoming, got him to the NCAA tournament. Well, now he's going to Gonzaga. How, how, do, you, how do you stay in that game? I, I believe you can't. That, that's the rough part. And the, and the tough part for uh, high school kids is it's getting tougher to get offers, too, because now the transfer portal is packed every year. You have great players that are looking for opportunities. That's less opportunities for high school kids going, well, I thought I might, might get an opportunity here at a major program. So there's, it's twofold here. It's twofold. High school kids, less opportunities, I believe, unless you're a five-star, a superstar. And then the lower-tier Division I teams that recruit well, they're good players, then get to go wherever they want, essentially. It's, uh, it's interesting. Thanks for listening to the Nate Brown Show. That's it for me. Okay, abbreviated version, one hour of the program tonight. We have post-22 baseball coming up. Our pregame coverage starting in the 5 o'clock hour. It's post-22 at home against Gillette. A reminder on the Nate Brown Show tomorrow. This is going to be fun. It's going to be a big one. Broncos' new offensive tackle, one of the most coveted free agent signings this season, Mike McGlinchey, the new right tackle for Russell Wilson of the Broncos. Mike McGlinchey joins the Nate Brown Show tomorrow. And also, it looks like Justin Sell, South Dakota State Athletic Director. Justin Sell, so a big Thursday show. We're back tomorrow at 4, one hour in the books tonight. Thanks for listening to the Nate Brown Show. We're back tomorrow and post-22 against Gillette on the way.